We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, DP, the NY Fanatic. Alright, here we go. Friday night Knicks. Knicks and Mavs at MSG, the return of the Snake Porzingis and Luka Doncic and company. Knicks just didn't have it, man. RJ, Julius, ice cold tonight. And uh, just had a bad tone overall. But second quarter, second unit came alive. Second unit came alive. Derrick Rose, IQ, Taj Gibson. And my man Obi was unlocked. Knicks would take an 11-point lead in that second quarter, but the starters would give it all right back. Back into the second half. Just couldn't get it together, man. Like I said, Julius, RJ, and Derrick Rose combined 4 for 41 on the night. No ball movement. Shots just weren't falling. And after that, the defense just uh, let go of the rope. But they were still the three-point lead for most of that fourth, man. But they just could not, could not climb back into this. And they would ultimately fall to the Mavericks. 99-86. to Knicks put up a putrid 86 points. And that's all we have. Knicks post-game live. Number one show for the fans by the fans. CP, Ashley Moss, CK2K. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Presented by Manscaped. Man, where is the offense, people? Where is the offense? You know, when when you're two-headed monster, when you're Batman and Robin just don't have it cooking, it's a tough game to win. And couple that with Derrick Rose, a guy that we also needed to to perform well off the bench. We know that. Didn't have it going. We just didn't have any offense. There was no rhythm. It was all ISO. It was one-on-ones. Guys weren't confident in their shots. You saw RJ wasn't confident in his shots. Scared to go in on Porzingis. Julius didn't have it going from beginning to end. Thought he should have been passing it more, even though he finished with 11 assists. Ugly night. Just a, just an absolute ugly night. Knicks fall to 24 and 25 in the campaign. CK, give me some thoughts, man. Um, there it, it started off good. Things looked positive to begin with, and then it just didn't. 
that's the only positive thoughts I got. <laughs> you know, it, a game that everybody was excited for going into it. There's a lot of, you know, back and forth talking about our starting point guard and stuff like that. But, you know, it started off looking good. You know, the bench unit came in doing what they normally do, playing great basketball. And we were playing fast. Obi Toppin was looking good. But then rotations just started to look a little shaky in the end of that second quarter. And we just never were able to recover from the rest of that game. Uh, we'll talk about the specifics with stats and whatnot. But three-game losing streak. Three are officially game 3 without streak, Mike man. Woodson. Three-game losing streak, a game we absolutely could have won. Dallas wasn't too sharp either. Let's be real. No. Dallas was not sharp. They were right for the taking. Knicks were all over him. That second unit was all over him in this game. They were not sharp, and, and we let them settle in. Let them settle in. Ash, talk to me. How are you feeling? I um I'm not even gonna address the first half because in basketball it's not how you start it's how you finish so I don't really care what happened in the first half all I know is that we lost and we lost on our own court we lost in our own home and here's my issue one it's who we lost to like do you have no pride where's your sense of pride you let the Mavs come into the garden let you let Zingas the get revenge come into the garden they and let you let revenge. them beat you. What happened? I said they let him get revenge. They let Portland yeah, get revenge. Yeah, like, you, where's your sense of pride? If you were going to win any game this season, it should have been this one. Yeah. You don't let the Mavericks. You have their draft pick. You have their pick, and you let them come in in your home, and you make, make a fool of you. In the second half, you weren't contesting shots. You were giving them every open space possible in the garden to go ahead and get comfortable, get their shots up. You weren't forcing turnovers. Defense was Swiss cheese. Tibbs' rotations were atrocious. R.J. Barrett was missing. Yes, my nine god was nowhere to be found. The general himself, Julius Randle, was MIA. We couldn't buy a shot. You couldn't hit the side of a bus. Everybody looked terrible today. Everybody is responsible for this loss. Everybody is up for, you know, um, a roasting session tonight because nobody did their job. Nobody did their job when it counted. Nobody did their job for entirety of the four quarters, which is what a basketball game is. It's a game of runs, and it's a game of possessions. I don't care who did what in the first quarter and how it looked and how you were only down by three at the half. That doesn't matter because when you look at the wins and losses column, there's only one team going home with a win, and it's not the New York Knicks. You guys should be ashamed of yourself. Absolutely ashamed. Ugly game. Absolutely brutal game. You know, Burks had it going. (laughs) <laughs> Bur- Burks had it going 20 points 6 of 11 from the field uh, I just I didn't I didn't like the energy to start the game man I just did not like the energy to start the game the ball movement was not crisp at all and Tibbs Tibbs give credit yes there was some lack of adjustments there you wanted to see him go with the bench a little bit early in the second half especially but you had you had Burks and IQ close the first half you had uh, Rose and Burks close in the second half there was no Peyton Peyton got his 14 minutes. He did his typical Peyton, got you one assist, attacking the basket. Tibbs was looking for a point guard option. Rose had the ankle injury. He came back. I'm not sure if he was still bothered by that because there were some stretches in that second half where he quickly slow. was dominating the ball a little bit. And, you know, Brunson was working him. And I was like, we need yep. I, we need Rose to take control of this game uh, with this unit. Quickly mm-hmm. just doesn't have it as the floor general right now. But they kind of. 
kind of playing off ball a lot, especially in the fourth quarter, um, CK. I don't know what happened there, but all, you know, all in all, we just did not have a capable playmaker. Despite Randall's 11 dimes, we just really, really did not have an effective playmaker on the floor all game. All of our questionable players played questionable tonight. All yeah. of them. RJ Barrett looked questionable. Julius Randle been looking questionable for the last few games. I know people want to blame the Afro because he's not braided up. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, he looked questionable tonight. And yeah, Derrick Rose got beat one too many times today, and he didn't look like the Derrick Rose that has been helping us play really well since the trade. All the guys that were coming back obviously are not playing 100, and Tom Thibodeau is still running them like they're, you know, like no big deal, which is to be expected. But, uh, look, man, the adjustments, the lack of adjustments. I, I get you, and you're right, the whole Elver Payne thing, but at the same time, we, we with the same thing we talked about in the Timberwolves game. We yeah. waited until about the five-minute mark late. in the third quarter Too when late. we were already drowning underwater to make a, an adjustment as we were just continuing to get beat down yeah. over and over and over again in that third quarter. I don't know, man. And then even then, Ali Burks, he still had a hard time putting him in yeah, after that timeout. He, he had to wait until another possession was brought in. So, I – I don't, I don't understand. There's a lot of things. But I, I'm with Ashley, man. There's nobody here safe tonight. Nobody. I don't care who your favorite nah. Nick is. I don't care who. Like, everybody's nah. up for blame. You can even blame Mitchell Robinson. He didn't even play. Everybody's <laughs> up for blame tonight. Every, everybody is up for blame tonight. You know who's not up for blame tonight? I'm going to show you right now. Obi. Obi. Right. That's fact. My boy <laughs> Obi came to play tonight, folks. Came off the bench, gave us a spark. They told me he couldn't put the ball on the floor, Ash, but man was taking it to the rack. Got his hand once, got the putback slam over Porzingis. Obi came to play, man. Obi came to play. I was, I was happy. That was the one silver lining of this game, even though he didn't get much minutes in the second half. Obi came to play tonight. He did, but unfortunately, it doesn't make a difference in the win or loss column. It's still a loss, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, Obi had signs of life tonight, which I was happy to see. Like I said, I was like a proud mom, like, yeah, that's my baby, go Obi. Yeah. And it was nice to see, you know, when you play at a quicker speed, it seems to better fit what Obi is built for. I think he doesn't do well, at least right now as a rookie, he doesn't do well when the game slows down. And that's not uncommon. Yeah. A lot of rookies, the game, you know, it, it slows down for them, and they're able to kind of get into a groove of things as they have more experience in the league. Usually you don't see that until, like, their third, fourth season. Um, it's, you know, it's not uncommon. So I think right now playing at a faster speed just suits Obi. Yep. But unfortunately, you know, that is overshadowed by the fact that you let the Dallas freaking Mavericks come into the garden with Kristaps Porzingis. Okay, yeah. and you let them take a win from you, and that overshadows Obi's signs of life, unfortunately. Man, and, and you know what? And Kristaps, he had a slow start to this game too. We, listen, the game was there for them. The game was there for them. There was a three. They they were losing by three for a good chunk of that fourth quarter, and it felt like twenty because every possession was just a drag. Every possession, they just had to work twice as hard to get everything going. And, you know, listen, the Mavs have a superstar on one end of the court. We don't. So when Lucas starts getting getting cracking in the fourth quarter, there's nothing you could do. You know, he hit his lucky shot. And you knew that top of the three key, that, that top of the key three-pointer, you knew that was going in. That one banked in. He got lucky there. Brunson killed us the whole game. Killed Brunson it. had a strong game, strong game on both ends. I thought he bothered D. Rose on the defensive end, and but I thought offensively he was, he was working us, man. Tim, Timmy as well. You know what, though? That's superstar excuse. And, yes, you know, Luka is a superstar in this league. He's going to be a superstar in this league, as you know, for seasons to come. But that excuse, you know, I'm not taking that excuse because I've seen this Knicks team go toe-to-toe with the Nets. I've seen them go toe-to-toe 
with the Bucks. I've seen them go toe-to-toe with the 76ers. I've seen them go toe-to-toe with teams that are a lot more solid than the Dallas Mavericks. Essentially, you're out there playing Luka because Porzingis is useless, if you ask me. He's useless. You're essentially out there playing Luka, and you have enough talent on the Knicks. Okay, you have a freaking all-star. You have a rising star in in R.J. Barrett on the floor. That game should not have looked the way it did because even with Luka playing well, even with Luka – you know, being a superstar that he is, the Knicks yeah. were in that game. And they were in they were it for in it. the first half. They were even in it midway through the third quarter. They lost that game themselves. They took their foot off yeah. the gas. They forgot it was a four-quarter game and not a first-half game. They, this loss is on them. I'm not going to give the Mavericks credit the for being No, but you have to, though. The, but you coach the difference they is it. they Luka took it. it. Yeah. They did take it, but we let them Luka take it. And, 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 and when but, push comes to shove, having that superstar is the difference. When 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 the team is overall not playing well, we we've, see, we've seen it time and time again. With the Knicks are looking for answers in crunch time, Dallas can go to Luka Doncic and he can give you that miracle top of the three key that he gave you, that step back baseline be, jumper listen, to seal the game. That would be fine, you know what? And I would agree with you there. I do agree with you there in in you know halfway. But I've seen this team. We've all seen yeah. this team go toe to toe with teams that have a lot more absolutely no, that no you question speak of on the floor. Right. No, no question. The Mavericks. No question. No question. So there's no Tonight excuse. Just wasn't all night, man. They didn't if have you it. Can go, listen, if you can go toe to toe with the Nets. If you can go toe-to-toe with the 76ers, you don't let the Dallas Mavericks come into the garden and take one from you. I'm not I'm not giving them that. When you're, when you're them 24 and 25, Ash? I'm not you, giving them that. You, 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 I'm not giving them when that. When you're 24 sorry, and 25, that's what happens. I'm not giving you, them that. Not that's that's saying, you ain't got to give it to them because they took it. They took it. <laughs> it's that simple. They took it. Exactly. We let, but you know what? We let them take it because we've. I've seen this team go toe to toe with a lot tougher opponents than the Dallas Mavericks. We let them take this one from us, and we let them take it in our on our own court. And that in itself is embarrassing. And this team should be ashamed of themselves. That was atrocious. Three, what we saw. three game losing streak. Three down. Offense is averaging ninety four points in the last five, I believe. Ninety four points. Offense is struggling, man. Offense is struggling big time. I, I don't know what the answer is. I really don't. They don't either. Yeah. It looked like they don't. They, they're searching. They're, they're searching. I, I don't know what we do. Um, you know, do you go – you just I, you have a quick hook on Peyton for sure. You know, you try to get Burks in there as early as you can. Rose I don't think is going to be starting at the one. I don't that, – that option's not there. And, that, you know, what else can you do in the five? The five is locked in. You're locked in at the two. You're locked in at the three to four. You're locked in at the five. Yeah. What are the What are the adjustments you, you can make? You got to go to the bench early. That's thank you. That I want to say the you easiest adjustment is we need to get to our bench yeah. way sooner than the five minute mark in the second or the third quarter, like or in the first and whatever. I it just I that's the part I don't understand, especially knowing all the players that we have that are battling some sort of injury. You cannot continue to beat them down in games like this, especially if they're not playing well. Like, to Ashley's point, we we know that we can compete because we've shown that we can play with depth. We have the depth. Like, I don't care what, if, whether you know who our 10th player is or not, we have the depth because we've shown that we can compete in situations like that. But we don't ever use it. And we saw in this game, the second unit can handle themselves. Like, don't be afraid to go to them when your starters aren't doing it. We're watching Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett uh, be, be scared. They were skittish the entire yeah. third quarter. 
Yeah. But you got to take him out. And even then, he was still, especially after Obi having the, the first half that he had, he was yeah. still skeptical to take RJ, uh, to take Julius out. Like, I, I don't understand why we don't go to them sooner. I, that That is the part that just ultimately blows my Spe- mind. Especially I don't understand. when they gave understand. you that spark. You know, especially when that second yes. unit gave you that spark in the second before quarter. Before it's too late. Yeah. Before it's too late, before they have the run that they have. You you mm-hmm. cut it out before they get to that point. Tom Thibodeau yeah. loves calling his timeouts. So cut it out. Cut it out and, and bring, bring some money in. And can yeah. we can we talk about listen? And again, fifty percent of this I'm putting on the players, and the other half, Tibbs, I'm coming for you because everybody, is, tell them, go ahead. He's on every everyone's getting this tell tonight. Them. Every nobody is safe from the chopper tonight. Everybody's getting it. Obi, I'm gonna let you slide because I saw signs of life. Everybody but Obi is on the chopping block tonight because I don't. First of all. That whole calling a challenge thing because a player asks you to and it's a sign of good faith, I don't know who came up with that, but we need to stop doing that. It's idiotic. I don't care <laughs> what Reggie Bullock wants you to do. I don't care what Nerlens Noel wants you to do. If you don't think you should call the challenge, you are the coach. Don't waste it. Don't use it. Don't even look at it. I don't care what the player says. He talked to him in the, talked to him in the, in the locker room at halftime. Explained, look, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't call. I don't believe in that whole let's do it for a sign of good faith, and I'm just gonna do yeah. it so that my player knows I respect him. I don't give a damn about any of that. I don't care. What was but the, what was also, the, when like, when did we need the challenge though? Like, did we need it later on in the game? You don't know, if you, but you know what? That's the thing. You didn't know if you needed. Yeah, it's, it's you a tough don't you don't goal. know. You never know. That wasn't the play for it. It, was it just... wasn't the play for yeah, it. I, I, I don't care what the player asks you to do, Tibbs. You're the coach. You're so stubborn all the time. But that this is where you fold. Like he picks and chooses. Well, look, he, he, when maybe he, he was trying to save a couple point. bullets for Noel. Who knows? I don't. I don't know what Tibbs is thinking there. They did win the challenge. Dallas ended up losing that possession there. They yeah. got the tip. Didn't get a good look at it. Knicks ended up getting it. It was just not back. the time to use it. I don't care yeah. if we won it. There was a chance you didn't win it. There's always a chance I, you don't, don't win it. And you're using yeah. a challenge that a player – it just doesn't It just doesn't make sense. But outside of that, Tibbs' rotations suck. They suck. They're terrible. They are terrible. I don't know what else to do. I don't know who needs to talk to him. I don't know what needs to be said to him. I don't know if he needs an intervention. I don't know what's going on. But his rotations suck. They suck. Listen, you're right. You know, we. I don't know. I don't know where we go because, like I said, it, it's really at the one. Really, what you what you hoping is is that Rose came through. He didn't come through for you tonight. I don't know if it was the ankle. You know, I don't know what it was, but we he just, got beat on some simple plays. Yeah. It has to be, man. Right, it has to be. And then, like I said, that, they, they I put it in IQ's hand a, a good deal late mm-hmm. in that game. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Get, get it, bro. Yeah. Finish your point, bro. No, no, I was just, I was just adding on to you because I, I just feel like it had to be because there's some plays there that he was getting beat on that, and Derek Rose is not the greatest defender, but like you said, man, and the ball wasn't in his hands the majority of the time when he was out there with IQ, which I feel like is what helped IQ is when D Rose is the one that's controlling the ball a little bit more, mm-hmm. getting IQ the shot. But I, it just these guys came in, they, they they bought into the hype, and and I respect them for it as you know as a fan watching the team, but. These guys weren't ready to come back. Rose is not ready to come back. RJ probably shouldn't have played tonight. It's just the questionable guys look questionable tonight. I I, I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to put that all on Jalen Brunson, as, as talented as he is. In all due respect, I love Jalen Brunson's game. But there were yeah. some situations out there where Derrick Rose looked really slow. Yeah, really that's slow. what I'm saying. That's Rose, what I'm saying. Rose is coming off a couple of issues, though. Right, he has Facts. COVID in that's the That's what I'm saying. That's so, what I'm saying. He wasn't ready. I'm not sure. You, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I he, he just it, wasn't there tonight. Like I said, four yeah. for 41. 
between R.J. Rose and Julius. I thought R.J., he didn't have confidence in his shots, and he was passing up a lot of them in the second half because he was yeah. missing in the first. I thought Porzingis was intimidating these guys a lot in terms of uh, just keeping these guys out of the paint. And so, you know, R.J. was a bit timid to drive. Julius, you know, Julius was living out on the perimeter a lot. Wanted to see him passing that ball. He was forcing a little bit too much. Didn't have it going. It was an ugly night, man. Ugly night. Like I said, you got 20 points off the bench from Burks. And that was pretty much it. You know, Taj gave you a defensive effort in the first half, not so much in the second. And then and then in the fourth, you know, when they brought when they brought Doncic back in in the fourth, and we had our all-second unit in there, as IQ was kind of getting overmatched, I was looking for them to go to Bullock there, you know, to put him on Doncic, because we really didn't have any sort of defensive option. Like, Burks tries. He, he, he does his best. But I was looking for Bert, for Bullock. If you didn't want to go Bullock, maybe even throw Frank out there. I don't know. But we needed some stronger uh, – we needed some stronger – one-on-one yeah. defenders out there to, to, to try to slow Luka down in that fourth yeah. just to give us a chance to get back in the game. You know, you can't really have your whole second unit out there against him, you know, because he's, he's going to hurt you. He's going to hurt you, man. So. And Randall obviously does not look like himself. Yeah. Last three games. Yeah. yeah. Does not look and, like himself. And we have to play tomorrow. I, I mean. Watch a lot of names not going to play tomorrow. I'm telling you, a lot of names ain't going to be in tomorrow's game. Yeah. I would not be surprised. And, then, and this is and one of the, this is one on of the things I'm always this is one of the things I'm always um, afraid of. Not just with the Knicks, but I this is how I look at it with all players and across the board across the league. Is you always worry about this time of year, this April May window, because guys who start off really really hot, you tend to take advantage of that hot hand, if you will. You know, mm-hmm. you're running them into the ground, running constantly using them, constantly using them, and then after that All Star break, when things the window starts to get a lot tighter. Um, and you really start narrowing in and focusing in on the playoffs and where you're going to fall within that seating, you start to see that some of the guys that were just consistently going like a well-oiled machine, they start to get tired. They start to run out of gas. Mm-hmm. And it's a, you know, it, it's a case of running out of, out of gas at the wrong time. And I think that's why you look at some teams you know, that necessarily didn't start off the hottest or they were constantly up and down and things like that. And you look at them, and now they're starting to gel. Now they're starting to look really good. And it's all about basketball is just one of the things about them is just really about when you get hot and get when getting hot at the right time. And sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, things like this, injuries and other situations, it, it just gets the best of you at the wrong period in time. And I don't – I'm hoping that's not the case with us. It's look, it's not looking so good right now. March was not kind to us. Yeah, like, in a drought, no doubt. Like I said, averaging 94 in their last five or so. Um, so it hasn't been great. has not been great. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Uh, let's salute to Super Chat. Steve Verna says, Tibbs is so fixated on winning. He's willing to burn the starters to the ground. Once again, Randall was terrible. He played the whole third and a majority of the fourth on a back-to-back tomorrow. My guy Chris Shaman says, CP, I blame us for not being there to call the win this time. Well, we need <laughs> Well, it would have been good if we had a Mook. <laughs> if we had Mook in there, it would have oh, been good, man. man. Needed, needed yeah. a score. Needed a bucket. So, uh, yeah, you know, was, it wasn't like last year for sure. You know, definitely had a better time last year, but uh, tough one, man. Absolutely brutal, brutal loss once again. Let me go back to the Super Chats. So to everybody in the chat once again. Let me scroll up. Chat is going crazy right now. I might have to turn on the uh, slow-mo mode. 
<laughs> what are they paying Mike Woodson? Can we collectively double that <laughs> as a fan as base? As, as soon as Woodson left, everything went Telling south. You, man, and Woody effect is real, y'all. Like, yeah. Everybody just put $50, $100 in the pot collectively as a franchise. We yeah. should be able to get them back. As Last soon. coach to get us to the playoffs, Mike yeah. Woodson. Mike right. Woodson comes back. We have a nice start to the season. Exactly. He leaves 0-3. Yeah. It's not a coincidence. If that man. If every Knicks fan puts $100, we can get him Look, back. Bring Tell back me what. Woody. Give me the Venmo. <laughs> I got to uh, I gotta go in the back end and pull out the Super Chats, man. YouTube just glitches out. So appreciate everybody for, for submitting them. I know Vincent Brown sent the Super Chat asking if we read the Super Chats. Yes, we do read them, but not all at one shot. We, we stagger them to try to, you know, get everybody's points in and, and also get to the phones. So let's get to it. Let's go to um, let's go to LB from the Bronx. LB, how you feeling, man? PP, what's going on, man? How you feeling? Again, I think I feel, I'm feeling like Tibbs. I'm feeling like this is the third game in a row that Tibbs cost us, bro. It's like, I don't I don't know what he's doing. Like, you've clearly seen in the second quarter, the second unit was cooking. It was cooking. They got us, what, a good 13-point lead? Yeah. They got us, like, a 13-point lead. Yeah. And they waived one mistake. They gave up a three. They got it down to 10. And immediately he panics, takes them out, put the bench in. The bench, I mean, the starters immediately come in and give up the whole lead immediately, next thing you know, we go into the halftime down by three, and I'm sitting here just thinking, like, we were just up by ten. So let the let the starters – I mean, let the let the bench play. They're playing well. Let them that's, – yeah. that's, I feel like that's his yeah. downfall. Like, I, I watch I watch Pop, one of the best coaches ever. I see him, Tim Duncan, all of them. Yep, he'll scrap well. the whole he starting five. all of them. Yeah. He'll take all of them out. That's, yep. the, that's the difference between a great coach and a good coach. Tibbs – He's too stuck on what he's stuck on. And I, I just – it's like he's he's, yeah. he's helping us, but he's killing us at the same time. And imagine my last thing I want to say. Imagine they, everybody's been killing Obi. He's not basketball ready. He's not – imagine from the beginning of the season if Tibbs would have instilled confidence in him. Let him play 15, 20 minutes a game. Don't worry about it, Obi. You're going to make mistakes. Could you imagine where, what he would be right now? Do you see? Did you see the little glimpse? Of what he can be tonight. Yeah. Imagine if he'd been getting some decent minutes for 15, 20 minutes a game the whole season. What would he be right now? Yeah, you know but I mean, I, 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 it's, I, I, it's I, hard to really call it that way, though. It's hard to really call it that way because in those minutes that he's played outside of this game, he hasn't been great, bro. So you can't really blame the coach for going back to his A1 guy to save a game and to try to get a win. You see how bad the offense is. Tonight, he, t- it wasn't about the minutes for Obi tonight. He just played more confident. We've been asking him to put the ball on the floor, get aggressive, draw some fouls, and he did that, right? We were, we were told that we were told he, he needed a point guard. He needed a point guard. He, he can't he can't put the ball on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I'm I was saying the whole time if, if this is the college basketball player of the year, you want to tell me he can't put the ball on the floor and, and get aggressive and try to draw a foul, then something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And he got it done tonight, even in the limited minutes. I do, though, agree with him, and this is something that I've been critical. I think many people have been critical about Tibbs' stubbornness in the sense that he just tries to force his rotation, his game plan, down your throat every single game. And I know everybody here are Heat haters, but one thing that I can appreciate about the Miami Heat is the first team that comes to mind just because I've been up close and personal with them over two years is that Coach Spo is great 
at changing his game plan when he has to. You've even seen it in games that we've played them. He will go in there with a particular game plan in mind. And as the game progresses and as it moves, because, again, basketball is a game of runs and possessions. And sometimes the runs don't fit your game plan. Sometimes the possessions don't fit your game plan. So any good coach looks at that and says, you know what? Throwing that out, this doesn't work. These are the adjustments that we are going to make. But Tibbs looks at it and sees what's happening on the court unfold in front of his eyes and still would rather take the A game plan that was going to work if the game didn't look the way it looks now and still tries to use it. There's no correlation between what's happening on the court and what adjustments he makes. It's almost like he could it's almost like the game's not happening in real time for him. It's almost like he's watching film and that's what he's using to develop his plays and he could give a damn about what's happening in real time. And I just don't understand the logic. It doesn't make any sense to me. TK weigh in, bro. Well, I was going to touch on the um, the Obi comment. I just feel like I, I feel like we've been playing Obi around that 15 minutes. Maybe not the 20 minutes, but we've been playing 15 minutes, and I'm with you that, you know, some games he added, some games he didn't. But at the same time, what we don't – we're not talking about is we were playing faster this game, at least in the positions yeah. that he was in, and that has been Obi's game, and that has been where Obi's able to shine. And we saw Obi be able to put the, the ball on the floor. So I – I think both of you guys are right. Um, I think it's a bit of both. I still do believe Obi needs that point guard, but I think the biggest thing is we need to play fast, and we capitalize on that because defense turned into our offense in that uh, second quarter where we saw Obi just go off because the majority of those plays, we were running downhill. And then when he did get the ball, he was coming off and going downhill, um, getting that and one. You know, the um, the tip-back dunk was, you know, all of them were going downhill, and that's just Obi's bread and butter. So when we're playing the half-court, and what did the callers say on, on Wednesday? We playing that half-court walking up the ball offense. Obi's trying to figure that out as, yeah. he, as his time in the NBA goes. So I just feel like this was just more catered to him in that spurt, yeah. which is why he played really well in those four minutes. And I would have I went back to him tonight. Especially when Easily. Julius didn't have a coach. That's what I'm saying. You know, people in the chat were saying that. I was saying that Tibbs went to Julius tonight because OB didn't have a go. Nah, I'm talking about previous nights. OB earned yep. his minutes tonight. I thought he should have played more in the second half. But that even goes back to what I was saying in the beginning is you look at any of the great coaches, whether past, That's present, true, yeah. current, you look at Spo, you yeah. look at Pop, you look at all the coaches that you consider these top-tier coaches in the NBA. Any good coach doesn't just have plan A or plan B. They have A, B, C, D, E. Tibbs comes in with plan A, and if plan A doesn't work, oh, well, we're going to make it work. You can't can't (laughs) basketball games like this. Plan A is not always going to work. Most of the time, and as the season progresses, when there's tape on your guys, when there's tape on your plays, when there's tape on your game plan, Plan A is irrelevant midway through the season. You can't continue to lead with that. You have to have something to keep them guessing. Too many times this team is too predictable. The game plan is already not is already invalid the minute you step on the court. They had your number. And Tibbs does absolutely nothing to keep defenses and, and to keep the other team guessing on what we're going to do. It is too predictable. The lineups are too predictable. The plays are too predictable. Who's going to have their ball in the, the ball in their hand to take a final shot is too predictable. It just it's just it's not going to work for the longevity of what this team is trying to become. You can't become a winning basketball team. You can't become a championship winning team being predictable. That's not how it works. 
Let me get back to the phones. Let me go to to, to LB. Let's get to Marquise from the Bronx. What's going on, bro? Yo, bro. Just to go off what Ash, Ash said, the mm-hmm. Knicks are way too predictable. Obi yeah. came in and he was putting up numbers. We should have kept Obi in the game. I don't care if Randall is your guy. Obi has to play. And just how we all fighting for give Knox a chance, which Knox still haven't got the right chance, give Obi more minutes. Because nobody knows what he could have done with the minutes you gave him. He gave him non-solid points. Come on, now you got You have to play him, especially when Randall don't have it in the fourth. Oh, and just for this not to go unrecognized, Todd Gibson is a bright spot with Mitch going down. I just needed to get that in because Todd Gibson is underrated. Yeah, yeah he played well in that. Man. Yeah, Todd played well. <clears throat> um, you know, Todd is a vet, man. He's that veteran that we need. Mm-hmm. Uh, played uh, he he gave on that second unit in that second unit's run in the second quarter his defense w- was clutch I think he had like two steals and a block Please. coming off the bench he finished with two blocks two steals tonight I think he Tibbs went with Taj to close it uh, because he felt like he could probably do better on the switches on the pick and rolls if he needed to than Noel I'm not I'm just guessing I don't know if it was an injury sort of thing with Noel or what but Taj once again finished his game. Blocked 26 minutes tonight. And, uh, yeah, you know, Taj did well. Taj definitely did well. Definitely definitely give him credit for that. Kareem from Maryland, what's going on, bro? Hey, how you doing? Good, yeah, um, my, my comment is I, I wanted to talk about Tibbs and his defense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I understand he's geared more mm-hmm. towards stopping drives and, you know, scoring in the paint. But it seemed like we give up way too many threes. It's like I wanted to know why he don't change – you know, and guard more at the three-point line, especially since it's a three-point shooting league. You know, because it seems like we lose leads, and, you know, it's tough for us to catch up, especially because, you know, we, we pretty much give up threes. And, and you know, I, I don't think I, – I would think that he would, you know, defend the three-point line more so. And, uh, and my last point real quick is uh, I just I just wanted to say I think it's going to be tough for us to make the playoffs with Randall and R.J., leading us for the simple fact that they're not consistent scorers. Yeah. You know, I'm hopeful that we make the playoffs, but I just think that Tiz just needs to make some changes. You know, I just want to get y'all thoughts on yeah. in, in regards to the defense. You, you, you know some of the teams that give up the most threes and, in the league, bro? My call. You know some of the teams that give up the most threes uh, in the league? I said that, that some of the teams that give up the most threes in the league, Miami, number one, the Bucks, number 27, Knicks number 20. It's just the style of play. It's just the style of play. It's the philosophy that these coaches believe in. A lot of coaches want to want to control the paint. They want to take away the most efficient shots in the game. That's layups, dunks, and getting you to the free throw line. They want to cut that off. So they'll give up the threes. Some of the better teams in the league are doing okay. that, including Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, that's just their style of play. It's gotten the Knicks this far. Some teams play it a bit more conservative. You know, some teams played a bit more yeah. conservative. Dallas scored ninety nine points tonight. I don't. Uh, I know, but but we are slow. We are slow. You know, we we walk the ball up. Like yeah. I, I know y'all y'all discussed this before. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're a slow moving team. So mm-hmm. you know, of course, we're gonna have you know low points. The other teams gonna score low points yeah. also. 
I mean, yeah, sometimes, you know, sometimes that could be predicated on the pace. I, I hear you on that. I hear you on that. But I, I don't think it was, I don't think their three-point defense was necessarily the issue tonight. They scored 86 points, man. 86 points. Yeah. Your top two, your, t- your, your top dogs, your top two dogs and, and, and your bench dog, who you really need, went four for 41. Sometimes it just, it, it just has, it's just one of those nights. Sometimes it's just one of those nights. The same, the same night we went into the garden and blew out the Bucks by twenty something, thirty points. Yeah. The same way they had an off shooter night. Now it's it's you know a couple of games now where it's not just the off shooter night, but it's a lack of quality playmaking. We're not moving the ball. We're not moving ourselves. So mm-hmm. the offense is very stagnant. It's a lot of isolation going on. So that you don't that you don't like. You know that you don't like. And it's only going to get harder. It's not going to get easier. Huh. Yeah. The season's, oh, yeah. Not, the season's not getting any easier. Those those easy the easy windows in the season they're starting to become less and less. Mm-hmm. Yep. As you get closer to the playoffs, it gets tighter. It it gets it's harder tight. to compete. Teams are not you know making the same mistakes. Refs aren't making the same calls. Everyone's starting to get into playoff mode and. A slump, a losing streak can be very costly for where your seating is when it's yeah. all said and done because it's 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 the real deal right now. It's no longer, yeah. oh, you know, it's just a game or, you know, just two games. Two games matter at this point in the season. It, you can't you can't yeah. continue like this. This is not this is not okay. What we're seeing is not good. CK, how how are we looking uh around the league right now? Any any competition oh, play? Boy. Um, well, yeah, uh, all of our competition won. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So outside of our game tonight, um, with our draft implications as well as us needing to win because we were on a two-game losing streak, we now are on a three-game losing streak. To add insult to injury, we also saw the Charlotte Hornets, who were above us, uh, blow out the Indiana Pacers 114-97. to um, We saw the Boston Celtics up against the uh, Houston Rockets. And the Rockets actually are giving them some some trouble, but Celtics ended up winning that one, 118-102. Mm. Uh, outside of that, not many other teams that we are really paying attention to. I mean, Toronto is still in the thing because they are trying to get in that play-in game, and that's all they really need to yeah. really make a run. But also, more importantly, the Atlanta Hawks are getting ready to blow out the Pelicans. So right now the standings are looking like this. From where we started this week, we were at that fourth seed, and now we are sitting in the seventh seed, tied up with the Boston Celtics at 24-25. and 25. And like I mentioned, the Hawks are about to win their game, so they're about to be 25 and 24, and they're going to be on a three-way tie with the Charlotte Hornets, Miami Heat, and Atlanta Hawks. So it's not over, but it's uh, like Ashley said, it ain't going to get much easier. When you lose against the Timberwolves and we lose against the Mavericks at home, it's not going to get much easier. So uh, we got to pick it up if we really think we're going to make that uh, the postseason. You know, there's a a saying. I don't know who's – I think I want to say it's Albert Einstein. Um, I believe Albert Einstein said it. It's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different right. results. Right. And that's exactly what the Knicks are doing at this moment in time. They're doing the same thing over and over and over again. They're expecting different results. It's not going you're not going to get different results. It's just not going to happen. So somebody needs to stand up and say, All right, we're not doing this anymore because this isn't working. What's our other option? If nobody does that, because the stubbornness of your leader and coach Tibbs, you're going to continue to go down the rabbit hole, and you're going to fall so deep that you cannot pull yourself out of it. And then the next thing you know, 
you're in the playoffs and you fell so far and you, you it's right now you're you're right there. You're able to turn this around still. You don't want to get too deep and yeah. too far that you can't. And you're headed in that direction if some serious changes aren't being made. Quickly. Yep. Well, you know, like I said, one of one of the things he did do was was limit Peyton's minutes. And and like I said, he had Burks finish in the the first half. Rose and Burks is finishing the second half. Rose is going to be a closer. Burks is going to be a closer. So he's limited Peyton. As long as we have those two guys healthy or active, Peyton's minutes are going to be pushed off to the side. Now you need those guys to play better. You need more facilitation out of Rose. Desperately. This is all we have. This is all we have. You know, Julius is going to do what he can do. You you hope RJ can, you know, pick things up, turn around. He's in a little bit of a, a, a tough time right now. You know, didn't finish the Minnesota game well. And this game was just just a terrible game for him. You know, he had a tough go yeah. at it. So, like I said, you, you just hope he makes those adjustments. The benches are spark, man. The benches are spark. When a bench comes in the game, you immediately you're more enthusiastic. You're more optimistic right. about how the game is gonna go. You already know because the starters are just so stuck in the mud. You just know the bench is gonna give you a lift, and and you just hope he goes to them earlier, quickly, yeah. quickly. No pun intended. Go right, to the right, bench. Right. <laughs> Go to the bench, tips. You know, and and maybe and, and it could be tired. It could be fatigue too. Who knows? I don't know. I'm He's just a little bit of both. Out there. It could be could be that too, man. Rich Harrison says a super chat said the Knicks are a rebuilding team with a coach who acts like his journeyman filled starting unit can't be sat. That's a problem. King Matthew says the starters look exhausted and the bench was killing it. Thanks, Tibbs. You did it again for the third straight game. And why is Tibbs allowing Peyton to shoot a three? That three ball by oh, Peyton, I think that was it. Oh. I, I don't think we saw him after that because that three ball looked like a knuckleball. Oh I thought I thought Peyton was playing baseball out there. Horrendous. I think that was it. I don't think I remember seeing Peyton after that. I give up on the Peyton fight. I just keep losing, so yeah. I don't care anymore. I mean, like I said, uh, yeah, I gave up a while ago, too. I was fine, too. Yeah. I, nah, I'm I long waved gone. the white flag. I'm long gone, yeah. Okay. I'm long gone. Sandy Villorio says, could Woodson be the real coach in the background? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like they used to say that Um, they used to say that about Coach Spo, that Pat Riley was actually coaching the, the team, coach. and Spo was just spitting him out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Chuck D, the rhyme animal. Everybody throw a hashtag PE in the chat. Says everybody has a point tonight. Ask CKCP if Tibbs is going to grind these pros. The rotation has to be open. This game has changed and wear and tear is real. We are not a 15 win team and not losing 130 to 77. But damn, no point guard. It's poisonous now. That's the thing, man. It's just like the lack of a playmaker. It's like, man, it's tough tough to watch. It's just tough to watch, man. Literally, literally no playmaking capability out there. It's hard. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on free squad. I, I, I think I heard Lord Banks was in the chat earlier, yeah. so salute to Banks. Yeah. Definitely appreciate Banks for supporting. Let's get back to the phones. Let's go to – we want to hear from right now. Let's go to Cynthia. Hang on. Let me get Cynthia in there. Cynthia, how you feeling? Uh, not so great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but all you guys. Yeah. You yes, know, um, everybody made great points, but l- let me tell you, I seriously put this on Tibbs. Mm-hmm. I'm just so tired of him. And yeah. Ash was 100%. All of you guys were 100%. But here's, here's a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. 
Do you think Leon Rose will have the guts to talk to that man and tell him you got to change rotation? But these guys look gassed. Like, you know, you let Julius sit down. You know, he said at the beginning, whoever's hot, you know, will play, and if you're not, you're going to sit. Well, yeah. I'm still waiting for that philosophy to come to life. Because he plays this. I'm, I'm shocked that he sat painting down after a while. I'm really right. shocked. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I, I agree with the other callers. Tibbs is costing us this game. Yes, the guys have to put the effort in too. But they looked out of it. And it's not over, guys. We play tomorrow night. We play Monday. Do you re- like? I think it was, I don't know, one of you guys said that it will be a different, you know, different guys out there tomorrow night or different people. I hope so. I don't want to see the same starters out there again. Ash, I need you to go to Pibs and talk to him. <laughs> I need you to go and talk to him, Ash, or somebody because I got you. And, and I'm telling you guys, and I'm telling you, I you know I appreciate what Tibbs has done. It's made it, it's made the team exciting. He's brought us to a certain level, but he's sticking to the same one plan, like Ashley was saying. And you know I. I kind of in the background, and I referred to this to you a while back, CP, that I heard that Kenny Payne really wants to coach. And I always say, if they get rid of Tibbs, I would give Kenny Payne the chance. And um, it is different when, when Woodson is not here, too. You can, I feel like you just see it. But the, the whole point is, will Leon Rose have the guts? I'm up for, like, hey, somebody get in touch with Jeff Van Gundy and tell him to talk to his boy. And tell him to change the rotation. <laughs> he ain't doing it. They, they ain't got... Listen, Tibbs, from what the coach said, he has his analytical guys that, that are, you know, controlling the minutes. They, they're going to take it as, as, as a team and, and regroup on things. We'll see. We'll see. Supposedly, he said he was going to look at things from an analytics point of view before he makes adjustments. How long is it? How long does it take you to do that? Who, who knows, man? <laughs> are you are you doing it by like marbles across the little thing that people slot? Like, how long does it take you to, to do those analytics? It's it's April. Like yeah. that 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 excuse works for me if it's the beginning of the season, but it's not. It's April, and here's the thing: yeah. I think people are also kind of taking what we're saying and saying and thinking we're saying fire Tibbs and Tibbs is. No right, one's saying right. that. I'm 100% yeah, no, no, I'm no, going no, on the record and saying this. I don't think that we would be where we are if we did not have Coach Tibbs. I think he has done tremendous in various areas of our game. I think he has turned this into a team. I think this um, he has turned this into a defensive unit. I think he's gotten into the mindset of a lot of these guys and made them believe that they are capable of winning the games even when they think that they can't or people, the media thinks that they can't. I think he's responsible for a lot of the positive, um, the the positive direction this team is heading in. But that does not mean that he is excluded from criticism. And the criticism is there and the criticism lies heavily in his rotations and his stubbornness. And somebody needs to speak to him. And I agree with that. I want to see if Leon Rose is going to be the leader that we need in that front office and speak to your coach. Tell him that what he's doing is not working for you and he needs to make the changes. If anyone's going to get through to him, it's him. Somebody has to have the conversation. And it doesn't mean he's not doing his job. It doesn't mean we want him gone. It doesn't mean that he's terrible. It just means that he is not a perfect person, a perfect coach. None of us are. It doesn't make you a bad person. It just means that there's room for improvement. 
and when you're trying to build towards something, everybody has to improve. You constantly got to keep getting better. The players have to constantly keep getting better. The front Mm -hmm. office constantly has to keep getting better. And the coach, the head coach, the coaches he surrounds himself with have to constantly get better. And that just is what it is. Get yeah, I agree with you yeah, and okay, Cynthia, but my, my question is, do you think Leon Rose does that this year? Because yeah, he of – he should, but will he because of know. how far we've gone? We're 20, what, 24 and 25? Yeah. You know, we've gone this far. We've overdone uh, our expectations and whatnot. So does he let him ride it out the way he's been doing it? Because it's like we said, on both sides, there's still a lot more season left. Yeah. I'm not – I agree with you too, but I'm just also saying, like, is that something that Leon Rose steps in and, and does not? I think if he doesn't, then all he is doing is perpetuating this ideology of mediocrity that we've always lived in. That, okay, we're not as bad as we thought we were going to be, so let's not, you know, rock the boat. No. Do you want to be average? Do you want to be 500 every season for the rest of the the history of this franchise? Or do you want to compete? Do you want to be winners? Do you want to bring a championship back to New York? If it's the second one, if it's the latter, then you have the uncomfortable conversation. You don't look at where you are and you're comfortable in mediocrity. I don't really care what we were projected to win. I don't care that we beat that projection. I want a team that's going to compete. I want a team that has a winning philosophy, a winning mentality, a winning culture. I don't want a team that's okay with being average. If you want to be average, go someplace else that's not New York City because in New York we are not average. And if that's what you want to go ahead and portray, then speak to that. If you talk the talk and walk the walk, you can't talk about, oh, we're changing the culture in New York and we're doing this, and then you're living in mediocrity. We're not doing that anymore. That time period is gone. That door has shut. That chapter has closed. We are moving forward. And in the future, we're all about winning. And if you're not, if you're not part of that philosophy, then you need to leave. And if you can't have the conversations, that are required to be part of that philosophy, then this is not the city for you. This is not the team for you. Simple as that. Let's get back to the phone. CP, the artist, what's going on, bro? Yeah. yeah what's going on? Long time to uh, speak to. Yeah, man. What's going on, right. man? Are, are you when, are you mediating uh, the, the Rory and Maul beef? I'm hearing this. There's a lot of tension going on at the Joe Button podcast. You are, you are the graphics director, the creative director of that brand. What, what is going on? Are you mediating the, the beef right now? Absolutely not. I know as much as you know. <laughs> no doubt, bro. No doubt. All What's I do is on? art. All I do is art, and that's it. And y'all ain't going to mess up my check. Let me ask you all something, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I hear a lot of Tibbs hate, and I'm not a big fan of Tibbs at all. Mm-hmm. But when your two best players go 8 for 31, how is that a coaching problem when you're supposed to keep your best players on the court as possible to get them into a rhythm. I understand that we, uh, we we kill Tibbs for so many things, but what about this Leon Rose? Leon Rose did absolutely nothing. What did you want to, him to do? Uh, improve. I wanted him to make a trade. For who? I wanted him to use use the the the, the capital uh, uh, that we that we have with. Um, you know, some inspiring contracts or uh, uh, picks to, um, you know, improve the team. Because we're not a flawless team, guys. Of course, of course we, not. We, are, we were uh, just a 
Go ahead, go ahead, finish. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead finish your point. Finish your point. I, I, I feel like I feel like we needed something to help um, RJ and Randall during the trade deadline, just to solidify this quote-unquote playoff run. Because if we're not doing a, a aggressive movement in uh, during the um, trade deadline, then we're just basically doing a soft tank. And I just want to know your opinion. About did you? I mean, Does did you Leon want? Rose, I mean, let's let's think about the guys that got traded, right? Did you want? Was it Aaron Gordon? Did you want Aaron Gordon at the three? Aaron Gordon went to Denver. Did you want? I Aaron think he's Gordon? better than. I, I want to. Yeah, I would take uh, Aaron Gordon. Mm. How about Lonzo? I heard. I heard the. I heard the Pelicans wanted two firsts for, for Lonzo. Would you have paid that? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. No. I wouldn't pay that. He would? You would he, he, or he you wouldn't? He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. Oh, he wouldn't have. Okay. No. no not too when if he's just going to come here. Yeah, exactly. If he's just going to come here in the off season, I would I wouldn't have paid I wouldn't have paid that. But you know, are we are we having too high expectations for this team? Um, if we didn't do anything, you know what, bro? I like I said, it, the the whole trade deadline situation. I didn't expect them to to make any catastrophic you know, monumental moves. I, I just didn't feel like they were going to do that to, to, you know, move this team up a couple wins here and there or lock in a, a, a playoffs. I didn't think they were going to do that. I just right. didn't see that they were going to – not this year. I thought they were going to mainly go in with what they had. If there was a cheap deal out there for them to make, they would have done it. But I didn't think they were going to go out there and, and spend capital just to move this team up a couple slots. I didn't see it. And they weren't going to make the blockbuster – to bring in the superstar either. So uh, this is what we have. This is what we have. Yeah. So, uh, Ashley CK, let me get one of your takes on it. I got to um, charge up my computer. I'm going to throw the screen, no, um, throw the camera on like, like I said, we, we, I don't think we should have sold or, or, yeah, bought in too high in this uh, trade deadline. So I, I hear him because it would have been nice to pick up some kind of help for this uh, bench because, let's be real, with the injuries, like everything we've been talking about tonight, we're talking about our best players being gassed up, you know, so we need the help. But at the same time, at what cost would it have, would it have made sense to make that cost or, or pay that 
um, cost to get some of these guys, the Aaron Gordons, the Evan Fournier's. Like, I know it turned into two draft picks, but who's to say that, that was going to be the, the, the cost for us? Like, that might have been their cost, but knowing that we're the Knicks, the Magic might have said, well, how about you give us some more something? You know what I mean? It's, it's different for every team. That's just an unfortunate situation when it comes from GM to GM or whoever it is talking to each other. So, uh, for what we did, I was okay with it. Uh, I thought all everything they were selling us, you know, we made it this far with what we got. We'll close out with what we got. I agree with it. We just got to make sure we use what we got. And I think how about we go through that situation first and use what we have before we talk mm-hmm. about what we don't have. We're not using what we have. We have the Frank Hives, the Kevin Knox Hives. We have all these Hives for a reason because we have these players that everyone's hoping to see on the court. Maybe they won't make the difference. Who knows? But the point yeah. is, if your best players aren't doing anything, the guys that you're putting out there to do, help them do something is not doing anything, you got to go to something, okay? Yeah. Whether you like Frank or you don't like Frank, we can all agree Frank had two of his best games of his career against the Dallas Mavericks last season, you know? Mm-hmm. So there could have been so many situations where anything could have changed. The point of the matter is, we got depth, we got players to use. Use them in situations like tonight we're we're not getting help anywhere else that's all i'm trying to say so i i'm not too upset about us missing out or not cashing in on the trade deadline because you know what we got this far the way we got it and i think we're gonna have a nice off season anyway so keep yeah. the house money and run with that yeah it's still like it's yeah. a weird area right because it's like a gray area it's not necessarily a black or white situation you know on one side we're doing much better than expectations but that doesn't mean that you live in mediocrity you know the, the familiarity breeds content right you don't right. ever want to get content that's not how um you win things but also on the other side of the spectrum we're not in a position where we're we're going to win a championship you know what I mean you're not in the position where you're going to the conference finals so you don't need to make the same drastic moves that other teams in the league need to make because that is where their trajectory is right now in present day the Knicks are in this weird gray area where you don't like I said you don't want to get comfortable just being average and just because we're exceeding expectations doesn't mean that you're comfortable stay there and you don't make any you don't rock the boat you don't you know have those conversations that may be uncomfortable but also you don't make any drastic stupid unnecessary moves in the in the offseason or during the trade before the trade deadline hit you don't do any of that because it's unnecessary Mm -hmm. it's it's a very gray area let me hit that reset real quick. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up on the free squad. CP, Ashley Moss, CK2K in the building. Number one show for the fans by the fans. We got over a thousand people in here on the chat, on the check-in with us. Definitely appreciate it. Salute to all our Facebook family as well. Remember, these shows are available in uh, audio podcast format, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the major ones on the Knicks Fan TV, so you don't have to miss it. Even if you miss it live on video, we are always there. So make sure you guys are subscribing, hit that thumbs up, share these videos. Very important to do so as well. Um, I had a, a slight system issue. I'm not sure what's going on with my battery you power. Back? So I should be back. Right. If if we cut out and hit the matrix real quick, you, you, you already you've been warned. We definitely appreciate it. <laughs> you know, appreciate all the support. But just having a, uh, some something going on with my battery for my uh, for my system. So hopefully we should be good to go. A um, couple super chats came in. Paul Robinson says if we give up the Peyton fight, no play in for us. ACL 13 says Rose and Gibson need to start the next few games if healthy for Tibbs to watch Peyton throughout the season still give him starts is blasphemy. Well, I, I, I'm good with Noel. I think Noel still still gives us does his job. I, I like Noel's minutes and I like Taz's minutes. You got to go easy, man. Taz is Taz is an OG man. You don't you don't want to burn him out out there. You know what I'm saying? He's he's like our Kurt Thomas right now. So we got to go a little easy with Taz, but you know. 
considering this guy was supposed to be your third string, he's given you a lot. And he's given us exactly what I thought he would. And, and this is why I wanted Taj here, because I just knew he would give us that spark on this team. So Taj has been playing well. And then with the Rose thing, I just don't think, you know, from the conditioning and the health, I think if he could give you starters minutes, he'd be starting by now. Because like I said, Tibbs, he does not want to go to Peyton necessarily. And as you see with Burks moving in, getting some some opportunities at the one and Rose, Tibbs does not want to play Peyton as much. He's definitely not closing with him. But it's just that I don't think Rose is going to start. I don't think Rose is going to start. I think Tibbs is trying to pace him to run with that second unit and to close the game. Yeah. So. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. I don't hate it. And, oh, yeah. also, I think I said it's familiarity breeds contempt, contempt. not contempt. Contempt. Yeah. Contempt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Thank yeah. you in the chat who contempt. corrected me. Contempt. I think I said contempt yeah. is contempt. Well, well you um, still you still rolling with the scorpion and the frog, so a little a little trip up. I know. Good, man. Just a little, <laughs> right? just a little, you know, but a little glitch. I'm like good. terrible at getting like these yeah. sayings right. I yeah. swear, it's like Brooklynisms. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the intent. The intent There's is there. There's the right way and there's the New York way. Yeah. 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 But um yeah, I mean I'm not I'm not mad at the decisions with D Rose. I'm I'm just kind of is what it is. D Rose had yeah. a specific spot a, a position to fill, a job to fill when he joined this team, so I'm not True story. You know. Shout out uh King Matthews. He says Miss Wolf is right. Leon Rose better demand to Tibbs to change your ways unless he's scared this game this is game forty nine that needs to be changed, FYI, the first unit. Again, it's either it's either you start in Burks or you start in Rose. That's it. There's no there's no imaginary play off the bench that's going to come in and save us. You either starting Burks or you starting Derrick Rose. And I truly believe there's a reason why he, I think he wants to keep Rose within a certain minutes. Again, 25 minutes tonight. He's hovering around that 23, 25 range. It's, it's never hit. I don't think it's ever hit 30 since he's been here. I don't think so. I got to check those three games where he started in place of Peyton. But it was the same thing in Detroit. Yeah. The, the, the Detroit coach, his name always it slips my mind. He was a coach of the year with the Raptors. Forgot, I keep forgetting his oh, name. Oh, Dwayne Casey. Yeah. He, wanted, he put Rose on a minutes restriction as well. So I don't know. But it's either you start in Burks or you start in Rose. So... Certainly, I don't for Peyton on the bench, CP. <laughs> That's it. I don't want him walking That's up and it. down the court with uh with Obi and and right. quickly and right. So then, so then, so then you kind of impacting that second unit because now yeah. I see I like taking the ball out of Quickly's hands, man. I think he's regressed in trying to be a floor general. We need him to score. The offense is putrid. The three point offense is putrid. We I need Quickly off ball, lighten it up. I need Rose to get on the ball. I need Burks to get on the ball. That's the problem. I agree. Part I of agree. Problem. But like I said, as long as as long as we get a, a brisk jog out of for Peyton, I'm with you on that. It's just I can't with the walking up, man. It's just, it really irritates me. Yeah, bro. he's not pushing the pace, and he's damn sure not passing. Oh, man. He's not pushing the pace. Damn sure not passing. Yeah, I agree though. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, salute to into the Knicks first. My guy into the Knicks first. He's he's an LA Knicks fan. J, um, uh, CK. He says uh, this this was a loss we feared. Two questions now. There's hope. They've turned it around before. In a tough stretch, man. 
they are in a tough stretch. So, like I said, tomorrow, pivotal. Do not let Detroit and, and Dennis Smith Jr. and them walk, get a win. And then you got Brooklyn Monday. Then you got Boston. Then you got Boston Wednesday. So, God, Brooklyn. You know, these are the games. not even playing, bro. You hurt. Oh, he's not playing. Okay, yeah, it was, it was kind of quiet. I heard, but Josh Jackson, I heard, is picking it up. Who knows? Who knows? He's playing well right now. You know, that, that Timberwolves game is supposed to be a gimme, too, so you can't put nothing past these guys, man. I was going to say, what do you mean? After Wednesday, man, look, there's no gimme, gimme game for us, Nothing bro. is a gimme. I'm at the edge of my there's seat no tomorrow, There's no gimme bro. game for us, man. I'm we don't deserve no gimme game. Right. Yeah. Let's go to uh, ATL Rock. What's going on, bro? Yo, what up, CP? How you doing, man? Long time, bro. How's everything? Yo, I, man, I'm good, man. Ash, EK2K. What's good, everybody? Good, man. Yo, good, man. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm Tell pissed, him. man. I'm like, yo. When when we when we when they did the interview with Tibbs in the middle of the summer before we hired him, this dude said he has learned from his mistakes. He said he progressed. He'd been around the league, looking at different coaches, but he come and he's doing the exact same thing. He's running the starters, and just like Ashley said, he makes no adjustment the whole third quarter. Obi balled out in that second quarter, mm-hmm. and they were on the road. You took him out. You bring in the starters, we lose the lead. And then in the whole third quarter, yeah. he watches he lets he watches the lead and then you come back in the fourth quarter with the bench. Why bring them in now? Yeah. You should have let the starters rock and then bring the, the bench back in to finish. But my thing is this dude does not make any adjustments just like I should say. Yo, this dude is frustrating. My thing is if you got a whole bunch of players on the um on the bench that you don't play. The best coaches, just like Ashley said. And with Obi earlier, if the dude plays, he he learns from his mistakes and he gets his confidence. The best if you play for a pop, pop will throw you out there and coach you up as you're coming off the floor after you make a mistake. But my thing yeah. is, if every every time you make a mistake, you get pulled, you always conscious. Oh, oh if I make a mistake, I'm going to be sitting down. You don't play with confidence. You're yeah. always worried about what you're going to do and what's what's going to go wrong. But my thing is, he got to make adjustments, man. If we're not trying to really compete in the playoffs, then we might as well try to get a high lottery pick. It makes no sense to just sit here. And I understand competing, and we as Knicks fans appreciate everything that Tibbs has done. But just like he's expecting the players to progress and learn, he has to do the same thing, man. I love the show. I'm a big fan. Y'all keep it going. Man. Appreciate it, Rock. So hit appreciate that thumbs you, up for your Yeah, hit that thumbs up on Free Squad. How many likes we at right now, Ash? How many, how many likes we at right now? We've been going in on tips already. Check in. How much? Three seventeen. Oh, that's oh no, that's low. We got to get those I likes up. Everybody enough. in the chat, hit that like button right now. On the count of three, one, two, three. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit that like button. Should be able to get up to a thousand likes before this show's over with. So to rock from Atlanta. Definitely appreciate it. Let's let's run through a couple more. We got a lot of people on the phone. Eddie from Delaware. A lot of new people tonight. Eddie, what's going on? Hey, excuse me, I have a little bit of a cold. No problem. Hey, how you doing? Good, man, how you doing? Listen, I'm a first-time caller, yeah. and um, I'm a little nervous. No, nah, don't be nervous, man. Just, just go ahead, go ahead, bro. No problem. We don't bite. I just yeah. want to say that you're phenomenal. Thank you. You are awesome, CK. You know, I started watching this show simply because I didn't lie. It was because I asked me. <laughs> you know, when I was growing up, they always asked me, what kind of woman do you always want to have? Or pretty much like, what would she be? 
And Ashley is exactly <sighs> the kind of woman I always felt of all my life. Not to <laughs> butter her off or anything. I'm just saying she's always been that kind of person that I've known. But anyway, getting back, that's why I got into the show. And then after listening to you guys, Thanks. I really got into it. And I said, wow, these guys are really cool. <laughs> my respect. I mean, I hope to continue and I hope it grows. And so, for real, you people are awesome, all three of you. Thanks. Now, I guess. I, um, this goes beyond this. Yeah. This goes beyond, oh, my God, I don't even know where to begin. And I'm lifetime as a Nick fan, because I think I was a Nick fan when I was in diapers. But um, what is happening here, it's many things. Everyone's to blame. First of all, from the top. And let me tell you, I think, in my opinion, only the three great coaches in Nick's history. Well, I'm going to go way back. Ryder Holstman, Pat Riley, and Jeff Van Gundy. They might have been good coaches, others, but not great coaches. Now, besides that, everybody blames James Wilson. Fair enough, he deserves some of the blame. But you're going to tell me James Dolan was the owner of the Knicks 25 years ago? They've been losing for 25 years. They haven't been yeah. in a championship 25 years. Yeah. Are you kidding me? So you can't keep blaming James Dolan. Sure, he's part now, yeah, but he wasn't part of the problem back then. This is—I don't know the structure. I think I don't know. It's like yeah, I mean, but pre- appreciate the call, I bro. Think, appreciate the call. It's, I mean, it's just rebuilding, man. It's just rebuilding. You know, it's growing pains. It's a tough loss. We wanted to win it, but this is not. This is far from a finished product. So it's hard to really com- compare what Riley had and what Van Gundy had. They had way better teams in this. Way better teams than this. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Put some respect on my boy Mike Woodson's name. I'm sorry. Yeah, Mike, Mike Woodson. Come on. Put some respect come on, come on, on Mike Woodson's name. He, got, he, he deserves it, even though it wasn't a long stint, but he yeah. in there. Yeah. I would have gave him some more air time until he crossed me up and went to Ashley. He sure did, bro. <laughs> he, 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 went, he, he came to me first. You're phenomenal. Da, 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 he hits da, da. with the Euro but, set. <laughs> but, yeah, Euro steps. I'm really here for the ladies. That's why he was nervous. I'm here like, calm down, bro. Just get your takes out. But man, oh, man. I didn't even hear the whole thing. I heard I started watching because of Ashley and then something like woman. I didn't hear the middle. What was the middle part? Well, well, first. You know what the middle part was. I didn't hear it. You know what the middle part was. Okay, then I guess tell me when the show's over. I had no idea what he he said in the middle. He's all nervous. I'm like, just just get your takes in order, man. Don't worry. We hey, like nobody, you know. Well, we know the real reason. At least y'all will recognize the man tra- treating me like Tears Trees, uh, Frank yeah. Neal bro. It's all good, though. It's it all is, good. It is with, the, with the Euro boy. Eddie I told you, you're Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really Farrah. But, but the Sims see it differently. You Farrah, for so real. We, so we give the people what they want. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what? I'm going on my man right now. Angel, what's good, bro? Talk to me, man. How you feeling, bro? Need Angel here. Yo, Set the record straight. Oh, it's good, Angel? Yes. Yeah, what's good, bro? How you feeling, man? Oh, man. Um, first things first, you know what I mean? I got to say what's up to my boy, CK2K. What's good, bro? Smooth! Um, my girl, 
<laughs> my girl Ashley is good to see. You. I hope you're feeling better. Um, I am. Thank you. You know, and it's good to see you. All right, that's what I like to hear. Um, you know, first thing first, man, um, hit that thumbs up for you boys, man. Y'all need to stop playing. This is the best show on TV. You know, um, and I'm going to let you know I ain't shy. So, you know, I'm going to call in regardless because I love the show. So I just yeah. got to throw that out there. And uh, the n- next thing I want to say is uh, to my boy, Jay Boogie, you don't know me, but I hope, you know what I mean, everybody's doing good. Yeah, so to Jay Boogie, man. Family, you know yeah, what I'm man. saying? So I definitely want to show love, you know, to my man, Jay Boogie. But, um... Listen, man, I am, oh, my God, I don't even know how to explain how mad I am right now because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, bro, you know, I think Tibbs is just throwing games, bro, because let me tell you something, right? So we go up we go up 13. We, we, we go up 13, right? We go up 13, and instead of riding the hot wave, what do you do on cue? You put the starters back in who had trouble scoring the whole game. I don't understand. Does, does, does Peyton have something on Tibbs that we don't know about? Because, I mean, I don't understand why are you starting him against teams like Dallas. When you start playing these playoff teams, you got to have a point guard that not only could score, but that, but can make players better around him. I get it. He's a good defensive player. But, bro, once he did that air ball, I, I threw my shoe at the TV. I'm like, <laughs> bro, what are you doing? And when, when, when it comes to Tibbs' rotation, you know, I just want to melt some butter and smack him in the back of his neck. Like, bro, what are you doing? It's, it's almost like, it's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like, you know, he has the hot hand, and then he says, you know what? I don't want to beat you with the hot hand. I want to use the players who can, who ain't been doing us in the whole game to try to beat you. Like, I don't understand what's going on, bro. So, you know, I'm I'm just so fed up with his rotation. And I'm a huge Obi fan, right? Mm-hmm. But Obi had more baskets than Derrick Rose, Quickly, and RJ. Hey, Obi had you it going. Me? So, right. So, you know, and granted, you know, he hasn't played good all year, and I'm the first one to tell you. But you got to ride the hot wave, man. Like, give him the ball. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. We scoring right. 86 points, and the one person you should have gave the ball to was Alec Burks and Obi. Mm-hmm. They were the only two that really did good all game. You know, and then – you know, um, I'm about to throw some facts out here. You know what I'm saying? Nick gave up 50 points in the paint. That's terrible. When we was up by 13, we got our scored 68 to 42 the rest of the game. We yeah. scored 40 points in the second half. Yeah. Bro, like, like, what are you doing? And why, like, what has Peyton done for you that Frank can't do? And I'm not the biggest Frank Nilekina fan. But That's what I said. You can't tell me Frank wanted to do better than having one assist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Peyton had one assist the whole game. He's not even trying to pass the ball. And why not put Kevin Knox in there? If you have a problem scoring, you got to have shooters on the court. You know? And when you start playing this playoff team, you can't be walking the ball up the court like you're dinosaurs, bro. Like, you yeah. got to score. Get some easy Angel's baskets. Run tonight. the floor. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know? And, 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 you know, last but not least, you know what I mean? Um... You know, my mom, you know, she wanted me to say hello to you guys. She was about to get surgery. Oh, how's she and, doing, uh, man? You know, so she definitely wanted me to – yeah, she got to get his surgery, bro. So, you know, Sorry, she yeah. definitely wanted me There's to say moment. hi to you guys for her. And um, actually, she has said that uh, she hoped that you were feeling better as well. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, back to the you know, game, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 
All right, I got you. Um, yeah, but, you know, back to the game, man. You know, at the end of the day, like, you can't have these rotations and expect to make the playoffs, yeah. bro. Like, the rotations is the reason why we lost this game and why we lost the Minnesota Timberwolves mm. game. I mean, the last game, we were up yeah. seven or eight points, and you want to put it's hard, it's hard back to put in. That. It's hard to say that, I mean, bro, bro like. Appreciate the call. It's, it's hard to say that, man. When you look at four for 41 between your top three dogs, the rotation was part of it. I can't put it all on that. Julius has to play better, man. RJ has to play better. They can play so which better. game are you talking about? Tonight. Oh. Tonight. tonight. Oh. oh, okay. I think, okay. I was about to say, I'm like, I don't know. That Timberwolves game, I feel like yeah. it was a big rotational issue. But, yeah, I got you. It, it was, but they also had a chance to close it, and they didn't. True. Very true. But again, like I said, we can't be staring at the team, let, let staring at the other team, letting them again back in the game. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah, I, I yeah. feel like yes, maybe we, they should be able to fight through it and get through it and blah 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 blah. But at the same time, if you're seeing that what you got on the floor is not getting it done, and our ten point lead turns into two, timeout at the very least. Yeah. But the guy that was scoring the points at the very least, I'm, I'm not saying it's all on, on, on the rotation. Of course not. Because you're right. The guys on the court got to get the job done. I'm just saying, like, yeah, the, I, it, it was it was a big part for me for for that game, this game as well. Burke, I, I don't think Burks got back in the game until, like, four minutes left in the third, right? Yeah. It was, it was a bit of a minute before Burks got in. I don't know why they keep doing that, man. That was a little iffy for sure. CP, don't forget you have that thing you have to do. No, that's for that's for the fifth. The thing oh. I emailed you about, yeah, that's for the fifth. They're on on the fifth and and the on the twentieth, yeah. But you like how I remember that? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. CK didn't tell you that's, anything. That's, that's why how I, I, I didn't no, know. I I'd email you and Dave. I'd email you and Dave just yeah. to make sure to, to oh. remind me, just to make sure you to to remind me. But it's all good. I rebuke yeah. that then. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good, man. So, so but, man, I'm just Frank Nielakino over here. Just you know, I'm ready to play. I'm just ready to be put in, man. Look, salute, salute, <laughs> Angel. He wanted Frank. I wasn't even looking for Frank on the offense for sure. I was just looking to see defense. There was yeah. If he could, could he give me a little disruption? There was like that, like eight minute mark or so in the fourth, where we just had the second unit out, and you had Luka Doncic out there. And I'm like, damn! I'm like, Bullock got to come back in this game. Like, if Bullock's not in, because IQ was struggling at that point, I would have taken him out. Left Rose, <laughs> Burks. I think Randall was in at that time. You had Taz. I would have put either Frank in there or put Bullock back in there. You know. I, no, I think you, you had OB in that stretch as well. You had the whole second unit, but I didn't think that was a good stretch, especially with, with Luka Doncic. You definitely needed some solid on-ball defense at that point. Mm. I thought I thought that was a little window that was missed. 24 and 25. The rest of the pack is catching up. Missed the gimme on, third, on, on, on Wednesday. It's mm. tough, tough, man. That's saying you got me on a 10-day contract, CP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Norvell Pell. Welcome to right, New York. Right, right, Maybe right. Norvell Pell is the answer. Maybe Norvell Pell is the answer, man. I don't right. think... Huh? What you said? No, I'm yeah. saying right. Maybe. Like, yeah. At this yeah. point, why not? Jay, what's good, Jay? How you feeling, bro? Well, enough for your boys, man. Hit that like hit button. That thumbs hit that up. Like hit that button. thumbs up button. Watching the show, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button every time. Mm-hmm. I, I mean... I don't know what y'all expect out of my man, old man Tibbs. Tibbs born in 1958. My, my mom was born in Kingston, Jamaica, in 1958. Big up out of y'all. You're done, right? You're done, He's an old yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. He's an old man, bro. You can't. This, this is a trend for all Tibbs teams. 
six teams do well in the first half of the season, all these old Bulls teams used to fall to the playoffs to LeBron, right? They'd be finished. No one would be finished. They need to be done. They see everything's done by the time the playoffs come around. This is what he does. He, he, his thinking is backwards because he wants he, – he likes the vets mind, but he don't play the youth that got the ability to play 82 games and play the kind of minutes that he, he expects. I'm saying you got to make sure that you, you're doing both. You're playing the youth and the vets so you, you don't run out of gas when it comes to the end of the season. As I, I mean, I, I don't know how you're comparing my man Tips to Spo and Pop. Pop had Hall of Fame talent for 20 years. It's different. Yeah, I wasn't comparing them. I was just simply saying that two of those coaches. No, I think she's talking about how they how they make their adjustments. I just say they make better adjustments. Yeah. I didn't say yeah. that they are. I didn't. Right. I'm not comparing comparing the talent they've coached, but they right. make better adjustments when need be. It's only so much that a coach can do. The players play the game, right? Tibbs is not really working with a lot on the court right now. The team is cool, but it's not a lot that he's working with. If we don't want to be mediocre, you say you don't want to be mediocre. He's about to lay in his What's plan. What's mediocre is making the playoffs, right? If making the playoffs is going to make us mediocre. We got two picks. The Mavs keep going up and up, so that that pick is going to be in the twenty somewhere. Yeah. We need to get in the in the top ten so we get some talent so we can compete with with Luca and, and with Boston. We won't get watched this whole week. Boston ain't playing. Boston want to make the playoffs. Yeah. Brooklyn ain't playing. Harden want to win MVP. So that's two games. 90 percent sure we're gonna lose. We might even lose to Detroit tomorrow. Then we go on the West Coast trip in a couple of weeks. Like it's gonna get rough. Like it's a reality check for this team. We gotta come back. Shout out to my man Brock Allen. My man Brock Allen is not making any any harsh moves. He's being smart. He's ignoring teams. He's not trading picks. He's not taking on bad contracts. They loading up for something special. Yeah. As long as they don't get That's what they need to do. Soft players. I'm cool. Yeah. They need to load up and do something special in the summer because yeah. this team don't got. We not we're not a talented team. If Alec Burks is, is your is your main one of your main offensive weapons, you don't have it. This is not something that we need to be moving forward with. Anyway, hit that like button for my like boy. Ash respect. I'm born. Jay from Florida, keeping it real. Hey, Put a little bit of respect on my man Scott Perry. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, but. yeah. Put some respect on Ninja P. And I, you know, CP the artist wanted us to make moves. I didn't mind it. I did not mind it. I'm okay with with winning and losing with what we have because I just didn't feel like. There was there was a, a game changing move out there to be made, and like I said, I heard they wanted two first round picks for Lonzo. We know the Bulls were after him as well. He didn't even go there, so I don't know. I, th- I think teams didn't didn't want to pay. I think the yeah. Pelicans held him out there for ransom. Yep, they want too much. Now they don't lose for nothing. Yeah. Um, in case anybody's wondering, in the women's tournament, Arizona just upset UConn and sent them home. Ooh, Arizona, UConn. Whoa, word? It's going to be Arizona and Stanford wow. in the championship. Arizona. Arizona Whoa. beats them 69-59. Whoa, 10 points? What, what, yeah. what, what happened Shout to, the, to um, the Arizona Wildcats? What happened to the, to the prodigy point guard? How does she do? I don't know her name. Who's, who's the prodigy they keep talking about? Um, I think she's a freshman for UConn. Um, Ari McDonald? I guess. I don't know. I'm not sure her name. She had 15 points and led the Wildcat. Well, she had 15 in the first half. I don't know what her mm. final numbers were. But, yeah, Arizona took down the favorite, Damn. UConn. Arizona. That's a name you don't really hear in, in, in women's college. It's been one time for the Wildcats. Yeah. And uh-huh. also, shout out to Sutter- 
Sut, Risa, Lari. Yeah. Birthday. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag. New will shout you guys out. Uh, also, 30 cities in the chat, man. Let us know where you guys are checking in from. We'll definitely shout you out as well. A couple more super chats came in. Um, oh, they said it's Paige. Paige. Um, Paige. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're talking about Paige. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, who sent the super chat? Kaiser Associate 718 says, Acquire K Cunningham by any means necessary. We want to change the fate of this team without true star talent. We will never reach contention. So he's on that, that Jay from Florida wave, and, and they're not wrong. Hoodies Vintage, my guy. Hoodies Vintage always at MSG. The best dress fan at MSG, no doubt about it. Boy, got a, a, a storage unit, garage, house full of Knicks gear, kicks, everything. So, so follow him on Instagram, Hoodies Vintage. Uh, bad coaching shooting. Leon has to step in. We're overrated and empowered Tibbs too much. His treatment of OB is criminal. Confidence killer. Hashtag free Frank and Knox. Uh, King Matthews, tell him Ash and bring Jay Boogie on the phone right now. Yeah, Jay Boogie, as, as I said in the last show, um, just having some, you know, some, we all go through our ebbs and flows in life, man. Our good times, our bad times. Just having a tough time right now, but he's all right. I've, I've been in contact with him. He's he's in good spirits. Um, so I'm sure as soon as he can, he'll definitely call back in. But definitely salute to Jay Boogie, salute to Angel's moms, speedy recovery on her hip yeah, surgery. You know, we're we got, thinking we got, of you, yeah, Jay Boogie. Lift our people up. Like I said, you know, we all go through our ups and downs. So. Jay Boogie, whenever he calls in, he, he first, you know, acknowledges that, wishes everybody well before he gets into his rant. So we, we got to do the same and keep that same Everybody energy. put hashtag Jay Boogie in the chat. Put hashtag Jay Boogie in the chat. He's watching. We're For thinking sure. of you, Jay Boogie, and we can't wait to hear from you soon. For sure. Um, some new people. Salute to Vincent Brown. Hashtag new man, Preet Singh. How you feeling, man, Preet? We got Brock Mandanick checking in from York, Pennsylvania. Salute to Brock. All right, all right. Who else we got in here? Uh, Paige, okay, okay, that's in, the name is Paige Bukers. I thought Paige Bukers was in the chat. I was about to shout out Paige. That's why I said her name's Paige Bukers. <laughs> all right, Proof. NYOG checking in from Philly. What's going on? How you feeling? We got uh, Sayami checking in from Malaysia. Sayami's always in here. Frustrating night for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Ash, uh, we got Dave Lochner says, hashtag new. Love Ashley. So we got it. We got a simp in the, in the building. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, who you want to shout out, Ash? Shout out to everybody putting hashtag J Boogie. I feel like he can feel all that positive energy. So um, I appreciate that. Shout out to Vincent Brown. He said new from Brooklyn, baby. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Eric DeGricci, New Yorker in Chi Town. Nice. Shout out to all of my Simp Fan TV members. <laughs> I love you guys. You guys yeah. make my day. And shout out to everyone in the chat. All 900 of you. Shout out to all the Lady Knicks fans in the building. Sure. I appreciate every single one of you. Of course, shout out to Chuck D as usual. All right, man. I'm always and in here. Yeah. Never misses the show. CK, who you want to shout out, bro? Uh, shout out to CK Crew. I see uh, Kareem uh, in, the, in the chat there, Junior, Jalen Julius. Um, also, shout out to everyone saying that she moved up from a, t- a 10-day to a two-way. So, shout out to <laughs> the chat. <laughs> so, so, yeah, appreciate that. But, yeah, man, uh, same sentiments, man. First up for uh, Jay Boog as well as Angel's mom. So, everything is successful. Nice recovery. 
um, and all of that. But, yeah, you know what it is. Stay yep. safe, everybody. And love all the love in the chat after a, a loss that got everybody uptight. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Love to see that. Love Cu- to see that. couple more before we wrap. Let's go to Val from Jersey. Val, how you doing? Hi, man. How are you? Good. How you doing, Val? Long time. Good, good, man. I just had a quick thing. Um, just two quick points. Um, one, obviously Frank Nitalikina is the best person to guard Luka Doncic. He held him to three points in the fourth quarter last year when we beat him twice. And Fisdell was our coach, so, you, so can't nobody say it's team strategy. And the second reason, I think Kip has to open up this lineup because I heard somebody say this earlier. This is the time of the year where his Bulls teams used to get injured and ankle injuries. I think RJ got a bad ankle. Somebody got like a bad neck or something. I hmm. think we got to open up this lineup because if something bad is going to happen, knock on wood. But thank you for taking my call and everybody hit the like button. Salute, Val. Definitely well, way to put that out in the universe. <laughs> They're all going right, to get hurt. They're all going to get hurt. Val saw he was on the run, bro. Like, who's he running from? Yeah. It sounded like he was in a hurry. Yeah. Salute, salute to Val. <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering if Frank was going to get his minutes in there, you know. But they had Bullock on Luca to start the game. I thought he did fairly well. I didn't. I didn't think he was, um, you know, he wasn't getting torched or anything. Like I said, Bullock is the guy that you you put on the best player for better or for worse. Uh, like I said, there was that one period in in that fourth quarter. I was hoping one of those two guys were in there to guard him, but Tibbs didn't go that route. He went elsewhere. So Knicks lose ninety nine to eighty six. Ron from Delaware, what's going on? Not much, guys. How y'all doing? Uh, say hello to everybody in the Knicks uh, fan TV fam. Yep. Uh, real quick, just kind of echoing the sentiment. You know, the thing is, the Knicks lost tonight because RJ didn't look like he want, didn't want any parts of the game. Yeah. Nor did Randall look like he wanted any parts of the game. And it's just simple. Like, if you see these guys on – I mean, this is the worst shooting I've ever oh, seen no. by Randall ever. Like, he was hitting bricks and mm-hmm. – and air balls, and I've never seen him shoot like that. And so it's like, why can't Tibbs just see that? They're not in it. And it's probably because of injuries. They probably hurt, you know. He probably still got a hurt thigh, RJ probably's ankle, but they wanted to tough it out for the team, but they didn't have it. So it's like, if you see these guys don't have it, like, just sit them down for a little bit more than the norm. I mean, they're scoring. Them not scoring, I should say, is pretty much the reason we lost, because we rely on them every single night. Yeah. That's a true story, man. Man, appreciate the call. Good points. Uh, let's go another round. Round from Jersey. How you feeling, bro? Round from Jersey going once. I want to. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Hey. Uh, first, I want to want to shout out to everybody. Hit that like button. No doubt. Give one up for the boys. I think it. I think honestly that is. Uh, he stole. He stole my thunder a little bit. I think that uh, there's uh, a lot of injuries with the players, and kids are really really hustling these guys you know what i mean he's really like you know after the game is over he got him in the gym working out doing that then they got to play a game that night i think it's just a lot of pressure and it looks like everybody's walking on eggshells you know they hate to make a mistake because he'll yank them out and and, and if we're gonna do anything to move on Kids has to change some of his old way. He has to adjust and play some of these young guys. You don't know what you have, and they can't develop on the bench. And we know that. I mean, what's the big thing to make it to the playoffs? I'm not wishing bad, but don't. we're not looking to make a big splash in the playoffs. But if we make the playoffs, we don't get a good, good pick in the draft. 
Yeah. We had draft picks, but we're not going to be able to use them because we're too up in the draft to get a good player. So I want to know what's their, their game plan. What is their real yeah. game plan? Because right now, I really don't see the, the uh, you know, what's the game plan. I appreciate Thank the, you appreciate for the call, me. Ron. Appreciate it. Listen, Tibbs wants to win. He wants to win games. The team still wants to build for the future. And they're trying to, they're trying to win with, with what they have. Trying to get a lot out of a little right now. And right, they have been. Yeah. So, as I said, you are what your record says you are. And I think they're, they're right about it. It's accurate. They're 24 and 25. They need more talent. Defense has been carrying them. They've got an outstanding play from Julius thus far. Good play from RJ for the most part. You've gotten up and down from Burks. You've gotten contributions from Quickly at some points. You've gotten Rose at some, you know, in, in his little time when he came first came. So, every, you know, you're getting some, some contributions off the bench. And this is where you are, 24 and 25. They said he came in sounding like Joe Pesci for a second. That's what I thought too, man. <laughs> and then, like... And then he, he he went from like you know cousin Vinny to like you know my man from the south. That was that was interesting, man. Jersey. Yeah, yeah. He sounded like a real Jersey guy. You know what I'm saying? Jersey. Yeah, that was an interesting call. Salute to Ron. And um, fight evil saying I don't give free likes. The takes have been cold tonight. Oh. You gotta earn it. Then like, why are you here, sir? Yeah, I don't. I mean, we're not working for. We're not, we're not, we, we just talk, we just talking. We just talking dicks, man. We don't we don't work for you, fam. It's like just be thankful oh, yeah. and hit the thumbs yeah, down. Thanks, thanks for being here the whole hour and a half, though. But like, you know, right for real, yeah, right? Now, now you're getting a little carried away, fam. You get go take a walk. Yeah, go you're take getting a, walk. a little carried away. JJ from Brooklyn, what's going on? You up next, bro? Uh, first, man, prayers up to Jay Boogie and Mama Simp. You know, yeah. those things are way more important than any Nick win and Nick loss. So yeah, sure. let's just keep things, Facts. you know, in perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, Facts. yeah, but, yeah, definitely a rough loss, man. This, it's, it just comes back to the point guard play. Every every loss, really. You know, quickly, to me, the turn point in this game was was quickly. We were up 13 with like six minutes in the first half. Mm-hmm. He comes up court with like 19 seconds left. He chucks a horrible three. He had a tough they get out on the fast break. Finney Smith hits a three. Cut it to 10. And right from there, that was the whole, that changed everything. Man. Yeah. You can't, you can't afford these terrible possessions. And unfortunately, I love quickly. Don't get me wrong, but he has a lot of just terrible, terrible possessions. Yeah. Well, they're, they're catching up on IQ the now. They're, they're catching up on him. Remember in the beginning, in the yeah. first half of the season, yeah, he no was doubt. getting them pump faking and he was drawing those yeah. fouls. League is catching up on him. They're catching exactly. up on, on his, uh, you know, tentative. Yeah. You know, he, he does, does that hesitation dribble into the lane to kind of yeah. catch guys on, on his back to seal right. them off. They're blocking him. They're stripping him from behind. Brunson yeah. is a tough player too, man. And IQ yeah, was just exactly. not going to have his way with him. And, and they were putting pressure on him. So he had a tough yeah. game. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and the Florida games kind of gone. Seems you know they went to yeah, school Florida's on that as gone. well. Those those fifteen foot floaters. I knew those were going to eventually start to, you know, I knew he would start to yeah. struggle with those. You can't be taking floaters from the free throw line. I knew yeah. eventually those were going to start to miss, and he's not. He doesn't affect the game other ways. Obviously, he's not a passer. He's got no court vision. He's not really a defender. So. Until we get that franchise young point guard, like a natural point guard, when Derrick Rose is your most natural point guard, mm-hmm. that's a problem right there. 
There's no everything's a struggle in the half court. Everything's a struggle. Nothing's easy. There's no ball movement. When you watch Dallas, they have so much. Their ball movement is really good. Yeah. For us, it's just iso Randall or you know quickly dribbles for 15 right. seconds. You know, it's just this is what it is. You know, I'm not even gonna lie. This is the first time that I actually looked at Tankadon this year. So, I mean, I'm, not, I'm still not room for him to lose, but I feel like it's coming. You, you hit that sim like for the first time. Sorry, you hit that you sim know. for the first time. I, I hate you. I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't gotten there the myself. Time, yeah. yeah, I haven't gotten there myself, man. But, but, but JJ, it, man. JJ uh, confession, CK. Confession. <laughs> right. I can't hear anything. What did he say? He hit it on the, on the tankathon.com. So, that was a site oh. we used to be on religiously, yeah. especially last year when the Knicks were in the lottery. So, they would have, like, Stop. a simulator where you could see – where you could, you know, simulate where they would pick in the draft and who they might get. So we used to be on that heavy, like, after every loss. And it was a lot of losses (laughs) last season. So, you know, this year I haven't been on it. I haven't been on it this year. Me Um, either. Yeah. Actually, this year I have, but not to use that, but to use, like, they could show you the whole schedule. They show you where the picks are right now. Like that, yeah, pick, right. That and who's big. going into the draft, like yeah. for the mocks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be facts, 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 facts. Um, all right, last call of the night. We're going to wrap it up with Ron from Delaware. Ron, how you doing, man? Ronnie, the closer, man. Where are you, bro? Hey, this. Hey, this. Hey, this is Ron. Sorry, this is Ron from Delaware. How you doing, how man? You doing? Delaware yeah, ain't no, heavy tonight. Yeah, no, good. Still on the line. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I was just basically saying, you know, same thing as before. And also, too, like, it feels like their offense as a whole, like, they, they just don't have it. I mean, I, you know, yeah. Tibbs is, is kind of like the subject of the night, and there's no flow to the offense. There's no passing. And I see way too many open shots get passed up. Like, you know, they're standing in wide open, and they'd rather pass it, mm-hmm. you know, through a crowd of space or whatever. And, and, you know, it all goes back to Thibodeau. I mean, I don't think he's a bad coach. Don't get me wrong. And I think the Knicks just need, like, a couple more players. I mean, the point guard, yes, but that's that's a hot commodity in the NBA. I mean, you don't come by those pretty easily. So, you know, everybody says, you know, point guard, point guard. But, you know, what point guards are going to be found except for, you know, waiting to see what happens with Alonzo. He's, yeah. like, the only one, really. But other than that, I mean, it's, you know, the Knicks, we, we still need players. We still need players. And also, too, you know, again, tonight – RJ didn't want any parts of it. Randall didn't want any parts of it, and it was it was pretty obvious on their face that they didn't want to play really the way they normally do tonight. Yeah, yeah, man. Appreciate appreciate the call, Ron. Appreciate it. We had a ton of Ron's call, and then a lot of people <laughs> from Delaware. Delaware was in here heavy tonight. Heavy. Yeah, it's good good stuff though. All right, we got another one tomorrow. Hopefully they bounce back. This was a tough one, man. Yeah, KP come through. Yeah, Luka Doncic, MSG. You wanted to win. Yeah, wanted it. You know, and it, 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 it's, it's to, to have your offense not show up, your top dogs not show up, or just not play well. It, it was tough, man. It was tough. But good session, good show. Definitely great job, Ashley. Great job, CK. Just waiting on my outro. Where's my outro music at, man? What's going on here? Your music doesn't want to be good to me tonight. Uh, all right, yeah, let's 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 shut it down. CK, I'm gonna throw it over to you, man. Yeah, keeping it simple. Tough loss, tough couple losses, three game losing streak. We turn around tomorrow. 
So that's all we need. Positivity, nothing negative. Move on. Hopefully things get turned around. But you know what it is. Find me everywhere at CK2K over on Twitter. Here on YouTube, you know what it is. Um, but, yeah, make sure you hit that like button, man. Come on now. What you talking about? Yeah, you hit to? that like button. Great show, bro. Great job as usual. Ashley? As usual, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at AshNicoleMoss. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel all in with AshNicole. Let's get this win tomorrow, guys. I will be on SNY tomorrow at 11, but after the show's over, I'm right here with you guys on Knicks Fan TV, and hopefully we're talking about a win because the Pistons, we should get a win on that. Yeah. All right? Let's make sure we do that. We're not doing back-to-back, back-to-back losing. Losses, rather. We're getting the dub. All right? Let's do this. Can't do four in a row, man. Cannot do four in a row. Let's salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that. Let's get those likes up. Hit that thumbs up on the squad. CPCK. 2K Ashley Moss, number one show for the fans by the fans. Remember, these shows are brought to you by, presented by Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping using promo code NYX. No testimonials. Remember that. Remember that. Manscaped.com. Promo code NYX. 20% off free shipping. These shows are also available in audio podcast format. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the major ones so you don't miss it. So definitely tune in. And, uh, so who's this, who's this Nets fan in here? Oh, we got a Nets fan trolling? He's, he's, he, there's a Nets fan in here just completely spamming the oh. chat right now. Well, they're running up the algorithm, so it helps us anyway. So keep it up. Okay. <laughs> People are asking it. about um, the Obi shirt. So, so salute my guy, Elliot Gerard. Um, Elliot Gerard was on the show previously. Excellent graphic designer. Um, they're selling the Obi shirts on Heartlet dot com slash store heartland.com slash store i'm gonna throw it in the chat go ahead and 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 cop man every week they are refunding one lucky knicks fan for their purchase so one of you can get one for free and they also if you guys seen those thibodeau t-shirts that says uh i'm not happy unless i'm miserable i think you've seen them alan Hahn and all them got those yeah Yeah. i got that one too salute elliot gerard and everybody over there at the heartland Dot com. So make sure you go out there and cop the OB got robbed team. My guy OB came on the scene tonight. Yeah, I was happy to hear from OB tonight, man. OB, OB, a confident OB. Was happy to see him get it going. Let me salute some uh, some of the super chats before we sign out. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Some more super chats. Michael Parker, number one fan of the show. He says, salute Knicks Nation. Tough loss. We have to learn how to close out games, and the rotation is still an issue. Tiger style. Rose is a bonehead because he had to close. He he had close to a year to pick a playmaker. This team badly needed in Halliburton, but instead went with Penguin, the CAA client. All right, so just as just as I was hyping up Obi, uh, there's someone someone sent a super chat <laughs> throw a little rain on my parade. All right, all right, not feeling Obi. Okay, no doubt. Uh, Nevy Pocket says, trade Randall IQ, knocks two first-round picks for Towns. Keep Mitchell at center for defense. Trade RJ, OB, Frank, and two first for Zach. All right, so you want the Timberwolves back. Okay, all right. Right. King Matthews, Angel is back at it once again. Steve Furness says, that caller is Shaky Simpson because he's nervous and Euro-stepping. And Angel is Dr. Simp because he's always checking in on Ash Health. <laughs> so look, Steve Perna, bro. Euro Dinero says, yo, people, hit that thumbs up. How we over 1,000 in chat and don't match the thumbs. 
Run it up. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Paul Robinson, this is the same man that benched the man after scoring 25 and a half with no missed shots. King Matthews, quit bringing up uh, that this Cajun sucks bullcrap. Talk doesn't do anything. Like I said, Leon Rose better stay some of the tips this instant. And the rhyme animal, Chuck D, says Lonzo looking more like Gary Payton by the quarter. By season end, he's going to be magic with the auto porter bag. <laughs> How'd he do tonight? Did, what, did Lonzo do anything crazy he has, tonight? Uh, none of them played, man. Okay. B.I.'s out, Zion's out, and Lonzo's out. Got gotcha. two games. Got you, got you, got you. And there's no favors. Yeah. Let me just check real quick if there's any more stupid chats on here. Let's to everybody in the chat, though. If I can pull up my screen. Lagging heavy tonight, man. I need to upgrade our system. Been lagging. TK, you light one out. Yeah, man. Pay your bill, bro. <laughs> Yo, it's my battery. It's not even that kind of light. Yeah, it's the battery, yeah. man. It's, it's the battery life. It's not not kind to us, man. Man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, here we go. Let me just pull up. There it go again. See, that's your Ashley's fault. That one was on Ashley. That was Ashley, man. That's on Ashley. I'm just that's saying. That's on Ashley. Nah, nah, you. that's on Ashley. I'm just saying you've never seen my lights go out. So. <laughs> that was Farrah. All right, here we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. All right, let me see. Make sure I didn't miss any Super Chats, man. Salute to everybody who tuned in tonight and donated. Make sure I got everything. Salute to all the mods. Always in here. TM, appreciate it. Dave, appreciate it. Above the rim. John Talento, appreciate it. Okay, we got all that. We got all that. We got all that. Okay, looks like Butter the Panda says not everybody did bad. Give Obi his flowers a spike. Tibbs taking him out. Bad loss because bad coaching and no energy. Hashtag free Obi. Hashtag Obi Avengers. Hashtag Lightskin Legend. Eric L. Booker says the Knicks are starting to run out of gas right now. They need to get it together, especially Tibbs. Cut it out with your planned rotations. Paul Robinson starters had no chemistry. On offense all year, Tibbs better respect offense or he will see his beloved defense suffering. That's a promise. Chuck D. The Rhyme Animal says, Ty's looking the most energetic by far. Our runs have him in the middle of it or past pack of games. Brunson showed that we don't have. Steven Guillaume says, this loss sucks. What you drinking tonight? Uh, whiskey, man. Whiskey. Still haven't found our drink sponsor yet, so I can't say the name, but it's, <laughs> it is delicious, and I'm going to have some more after this. Paul Robinson says, TP, we don't have to be this bad. Just bench Peyton. Chris Sham is appreciated. Vincent V. Brown, do they not read Super Chats at all? Yes, we do. Uh, Vincent also says, what's up? Uh, tough loss. Would you take what? Uh, yeah, I got it. Okay, so appreciate everybody for the Super Chats. I hope I didn't miss it. If I did, just, just you know, shoot me an email or something. But definitely appreciate everybody for donating. See you tomorrow, man. Knicks versus Pistons. We out of here. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.